0: Greetings, praise the Lord, hello to everyone. Today is Tell It Like It Is Tuesday and I'm just so excited as usual. I'm glad to be still safe, sanctified and Holy Ghost filled living for Jesus. Today is a wonderful day. Every day is a great day when you have Jesus in your life. And so I want to talk today about sex. Let's talk about sex. So on on that note, we are going to talk about how sex outside of marriage is sin. And I don't know if everybody on here is Christian or grew up in the church, but... A majority of us know that sex outside of marriage is sin, but for the people that don't know, sex outside of marriage is a sin. So I'm going to go through a few consequences of having sex outside of marriage. And before I go through this whole spiel, I want everyone to know that God created sex. Sex is a beautiful thing. He created sex to be experienced between a husband and the wife, and that's it. And it's so many reasons why he created sex just to be experienced in marriage. One day, I will have that discussion or have that um podcast saying like how sex how and why well, why sex was just created to be experienced. In marriage alone I promise y'all we're gonna talk about some consequences it brings on lots of consequences when we choose to step out of God's will and we choose to step out of God's will for us when we decide that hey sex is cool I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what I want to do with my body it's my body and so I'm going to have sex before marriage when we decide to do that we have stepped out of the will of God and so when we step out of will of God we We need to expect some consequences to come with that. So I'm going to go over the consequences of having sex outside of marriage. Number one, as I stated before, it's a sin against God, which caused separation from God. This is major because we need God, okay? We need God to breathe. We need God to do everything. So when it cause separation from God, then you just need to know that hey, you're you're out of His protection. You are really like living on pins and needles because if if something was to happen to you, then it's no sense in you know you saying oh my God, and you know we keep praying to God, but then we go back to having sex again. But and so you just like like you at that point God is not obligated to come help you because you know that you 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 know that you are in sin. You know that sex is a sin and God hates sin. And so until you come out of that sexual lifestyle then God will begin to bless you and don't get it confused because people think blessings is all the time money, cars, houses, nice careers or whatever. That is, that is, not, that is not all in blessings cause, because people can have all of that and still be empty and still want to kill themselves and still not have any joy. So, you are blessed when you are in the will of God. When you're doing what he wants you to do. So again, when we step outside of God God's will for our life and we sin, it separates us from God. It's 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 like you and a boyfriend. But unfortunately, I don't like to use that example that much, but you and a boyfriend y'all are y'all are separated y'all not talking it was a relationship but now sin i mean something have came in maybe somebody cheated and now your relationship is separated he don't want to hear from you you don't want to hear from him separation have came it's just like in a form with god god we are married to jesus when we when we receive the holy ghost so when we sin that separ- brings separation because that's like committing adultery because God, in a spiritual sense, is our husband. So, that is committing adultery against him when we go out and we have sex with people that is not our spouse. Because that's a sin. We have sinned against him. So, it caused that separation. Now, we know if we repent, ask God for forgiveness, turn away from the sexual lifestyle, he will forgive us. And we can rekindle that relationship back but it's no sense to me staying in a sexual lifestyle and thinking I'm good with God no your relationship with God is is torn your relationship with God is not right at this point because you have sinned against him okay number two clouded judgment y'all I know this for my myself clouded judgment sometimes you'll be so focused on how good the sex is and ignore all the red flags that you are really sleeping with the enemy and so this this is what happened a lot of times and a lot of people do not understand this thing and a lot of people be outside looking in and be like why is she still with dude you know he don't respect her uh he don't do anything you know do anything for her he do all of this you know stuff uh he talks about her or he abuse her or he cheats on her and he do all of this stuff like why can she see that this is a terrible man why can't she see that this is toxic i have even heard of women that know now i was like oh no if i <sighs> I know you see when with somebody I'm going to stay with you. Oh, no, that's not about to happen. But it's some women that be like, oh, they are willing to stay with their boyfriend and know that they are being cheated on. This is clouded judgment. When we know that we are queens, we deserve to be number one and only. And furthermore, we don't supposed to be having sex with somebody until marriage. But for you to stay in a relationship, though, even a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, and you know dude is sleeping with other women. And and just because the sex is good, or you can call him any time you want that feeling. Oh man, that that really is a low a low view of yourself. And so I'm telling you, it will cloud your judgment. And it's meant to do that. The devil know what he is doing. And we talked about, you know, how the, the soul ties get formed, but again. It's that clouded judgment where you unable to really withdraw yourself from this relationship because of that momentarily momentary, good feeling that you get from having sexual relations with this person. But y'all, I'm t- telling you, it's not worth it. It is not worth a man tearing down your self-esteem. It's not worth yourself getting opened up to have disease is not it's not worth none of that it's not worth your heart getting broke because you may say and a lot of women I don't know a lot of women say it don't even bother them but most women it do bother them because they want to be the only one and so it do it mess with your self-worth and so you are worthy you should not Mm-mm. do not settle for less do not settle for for nobody's sideshow i have heard some people is comfortable with being a side chick are you kidding me are you kidding me you just getting the benefit of sex or sex and money and that's it no you are a queen you are worthy of that man's respect because if you a side chick he is not respecting you i don't care how you think it i don't care what you say If you are a side chick, you are not being respected as the queen that you are. You are sloppy leftovers. You want to be recognized and respected and honored as a queen. We are virtuous women. We do not allow a man to just play and lay over us and sleep with us and do whatever with our body that he wants to do and then turn to another woman. No, no that is unacceptable and a lot like i said we get so caught up in the feeling that we forget all about the other treatment the other days or we try to blind it out of our mind because of that moment that pleasure but it's not worth it that is why i will wait on the lord it's not worth it okay so we don't want our judgment to be clouded because it's a shame you can't even see that this man is no good. Everybody else can see this man is no good, but the person that's having sex with him because the sex clouds the judgment. And you'll be then forgot about everything this man did to you when you get to sleeping with him again. No, no, be like, nope, 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 not this time. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. You got to go. So, number three, strongholds. Sometimes when you have sex before marriage, you'll feel unworthy, you'll have lower self-esteem, depression, and it'll be hard for you to stop having sex. So, we do not want to... Those are some strongholds that you'll have to deal with. I know, you know, personally, when, when I engaged in sexual relations, the stronghold was that, like, I just felt like, well... I didn't like how I felt because I already had, you know, slept with him. And I'm like, Dog, I should be a virgin, like because of what I was taught. I was supposed to be a virgin when I got married. And I'm like so I felt at that time I felt like really, okay, well, I already had sex with him, you know, I might as well stay with him and just make him my my uh, you know, constant, you know, partner or boyfriend at that time and that the devil was really trying to trick my mind because I knew I was not gonna marry him I was like no and I didn't and I was like I didn't want to I wasn't a whore so I was like okay you know what I just stay with him would be boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever and so it had that stronghold in my mind that okay well I'm unworthy of you know like a holy husband because of what I did with him and I had children and so I was like you know what I'm just going to stay with him or whatever. And then it's like, okay, well, this is never going to end because, uh,. I need to get married. I mean, I don't want to stay in sin because one day God was like, "No, Tiki, you need to come back to me now. Like now, it's time." And I didn't want to stay in sin. And so, when the Lord opened up to me that I am worthy, I am worthy because He has forgiven me and cleansed me from all unrighteousness. So I am worthy to have a holy spouse. I can get married to a man that's gonna love me and respect me and cherish me. I can do that because I'm his. I'm God's daughter okay i'm god's daughter and he loves me so that he's not going to just give me or just make me suffer the rest of my life because of the bad decision that i made he forgave me so i don't have to stay in this relationship so i know the uh thoughts that you may have of feeling unworthy but you are worthy once the lord forgives you and this people today That are married, and you know nothing about their past. And some people I do know about their past, and they married. Good men or good wives So we need not to sit back here And feel unworthy That because we had sex outside marriage That we never can get married To a godly or holy spouse That is a lie from hell You do not have to stay in that situation Do not stay sleeping around with multiple men Don't stay sleeping around with one man You commit your life to God Commit your body to God And let him send you a spouse Because you are worth it So we Those are some strongholds that sometimes we will have, but you can do it. And I know some people be like, I can't help it. I have to have sex. No, you don't. Only reason you feel that way is because you don't have Jesus. If you have Jesus in your life and you allow him to fill you with the Holy Ghost, you can, that Holy Ghost will help you to control yourself. I know for myself because I have been celibate for over 10 years so i know what god can do so we need not to make an excuse and say i got the can't help us that i cannot control this when i get this feeling i have to do it so no you don't if you really want to live for christ you will you will present your body to him holy and acceptable you will do those things that you need to do like i explained in my other podcast things that you need to do to stay sexually pure you will do those things because you don't want to sin against god you want to Keep your relationship with God active and holy. So you will do those things. The person that said, I can't, is the person that's not trying. You can do all things through Christ that's strengthening you. But I would dare not try to do this in myself, like on my own strength. I need God's strength. I have needed God's strength for the whole time that I've been abstinent. And we're going to need his strength to be able to do this. Especially if you have experienced sex. You know how it feels. So you know when you get those urges. And you're going to have to do things to help keep your mind elevated. Thinking on heavenly things. Thinking about God. Thinking about, hey, you know what? If I do do this, what's going to happen? How I'm going to feel after it? How I'm going to feel the guilt? How I'm going to feel all these bad feelings? Because I decided to do this. So we have to... um pull down those strongholds the bible says pull down strongholds bring all your thoughts to the obedience of christ because you know i know god loves me and that's what i have to keep saying and i'm gonna say it again god loves me so you gotta pull down a stronghold do not be depressed it happened It, it just happened okay so now you need to repent you need to regroup you need to go to god lord Keep my body. Keep my mind. Show me how to keep my body. Show me how to keep my mind. Stay on you. So, those are some... um We mentioned the strongholds. Now, we're on number four. Possible unenjoyment of sex and marriage. Okay. Now, this is a biggie. Because sometimes when all you have done is had sex, 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 all the time, all the time, every day, all day, every day, all day. And then your spouse come along, get married, you probably ain't even going to be in the mood for it because you didn't did this, like, all your whole life. I mean, that's all you was doing. And so you might not even enjoy your spouse because, like, you tired of this life or you might feel, again, yourself is unworthy to even sleep with him because all the other dudes you didn't slept with. So you don't want to do that. Sex outside of marriage is sin and it's awful. It leaves you with a really awful Feeling about yourself um you don't you want to enjoy your spouse okay because sex was made okay for you and your spouse to enjoy it of course it was also made to um for you to multiply with your spouse at you know children on earth um but it's also was created for you to enjoy with your spouse so don't burn yourself out on these dudes out here that only want your body. Save yourself, save your body for your spouse. So you and him can enjoy each other. Cause these these boys out here, they are not deserving. They are not deserving. They will sleep with you, sleep with your sister the next night. I'm telling you, these people, uh-uh. They are not loyal. You want to sleep or have sexual relations with a man that you know that respect, honor, and he's going to be loyal to you and vice versa. Uh, Number five, comparison of sex partners in marriage. This is another one. That's why <clears throat> you don't want to be sleeping with all these different men or even the same man. Even if he's not your husband, you don't need to be sleeping with him either because you, he's, especially with the same man because the same man have mastered how to please you and so okay you've been seen with this same man but then oop, you figured out oh my god this is not my husband so now like if you don't get cleansed by god and go through a detoxing period you will be trying to compare this worldly man to your godly spouse And it was never meant for you to sleep with this worldly man, but you'll be trying to compare how your spouse treats you in bed with the unholy man. No, this is why we don't need to have sex outside of marriage, because it was only meant to be sex was only meant to be experienced and explored with your spouse. Okay, so but if you have, again, had sexual relations, you need to, again, go through that detoxing period. You need to detox your mind, oh, Lord. I don't even want to think about him. I don't even want to think about the positions we was in. I don't even want to think about how he made me feel. I need you to clear this sexual history out of my mind. And that is why, you guys, I encourage you. We shouldn't be so quick to jump into marriage after we got out of a toxic relationship. Because your body needs some time to get rid of all these toxins. All the mentalities. All the feelings. All the thought, Everything. You need to get cleansed out. Because... And I said, Lord, I thank you because I've been by myself or abstinent for over 10 years. So I don't even care. Oh, no, I don't even want to think because my husband that I have now, he's going to please me. He's going to learn how to please me. And I don't even have to compare him with no past due because all I want to have in my mind is how my husband is going to please me. That is it. And so that's why we need to go through that through the period that we are alone, where we meditate on the Word of God, read the Word of God, and keep praying to God, Lord, release this, Lord, 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 free me, Lord, uh, heal me. All of this because I don't want to compare my spouse to anybody. I only want him to please me because a lot of those, a lot of things that you may have learned, or a lot of things, what, a lot of different. I don't know how to say it, but different ways that might have happened, might have been something toxic, might have been abuse. And so you got to go before God and make sure that wasn't abuse or toxic and clear that out your mind. And y'all, another thing, because I've seen people say that uh, or hear people say that watching pornography with your wife is okay. It's not okay because you still looking at another man's wife or just another woman period and it's not your wife that's where the sin comes in that you should not be looking on another woman or looking on another man in no pornography that is still wrong even if it is with a husband and wife and y'all are looking at this together it's still a sin okay it's still disrespect to that person the only person that you're supposed to be looking at to find pleasure is your husband or or your wife if you're a man so why why would we think it's okay to watch pornography with our spouse? It is not right, and it's unacceptable. I don't know what, whatever people have done when they was boyfriend and girlfriend, some of that, that kind of mess do not need to get brought into the marriage uh, bed. So we need to clear ourselves out of anything that was toxic that we done, anything, any sexual partners, any memories of what they did, how they did it clear it out your mind so you can please your spouse so your spouse can please you okay six sexually transmitted disease and unwanted circumstances or premature circumstances so now we all know now we you have said it you are you always is always a possibility that you can contract a sexually transmitted disease and some of these sexually transmitted diseases are not they have not found a cure for so why would i open myself up to that because i don't trust these men i promise you i don't they'll say that oh you're the only one i love you and then whatever they'll be sleeping with somebody else and guess what and a lot of men got the mentality you're not my wife you're not my wife so it's not cheating it's not even considered cheating because you're not my wife so Listen, the man can be sleeping with whoever, two, three other people and come back to you. And now you got a sexually transmitted disease that is not curable. So even if it is curable, who wants to go through that process? Like who really wants to go through that process? I don't. And so you are worthy. You are worthy of waiting to have sex with your godly, holy spouse. You are worthy of that. Do not let these men trick you. No, we don't want to open ourselves up to sexually transmitted disease. And another thing, this the thing that got me, you know, you end up having children and now you are left to my children are a blessing because I was going to put pregnancy. But no, if God allowed you to get pregnant, children are a blessing from the Lord. Okay, it's the circumstance, though, that I put my children in that I hate. I did not want my children to grow up in a single parent home. And so, that circumstance is what I dislike about the whole situation. Because my children did not ask to be here. They didn't ask to be here. I bought them in this earth. And now, it's just me and them until God sees fit to bless me with a husband prayerfully soon. Hallelujah. We claim that right now in the name of Jesus. Okay. But, I raised my daughter without The constant support of her father. She is now 18 years old. And I have two other children. 15 and 13 years old. Okay. And I've raised them practically by myself. So when we decide to do this. We need to be thinking about the consequences of having sex. Okay. He only. He paid child support. I don't know. Whenever he feel like it. Hardly ever. Hardly Ever get child support from him i probably i don't know maybe this whole year i might have got i don't even know not hardly anything not hardly anything from him and that is a shame because a person even if you don't even if you and the parents not together y'all should be cordial enough to come together to set up an arrangement for the children because at this point it's not about you And the other person, it's about your children growing up in a happy family environment. But sometimes the other person can't see that because they are so selfish. And they're like, okay, well, if I can't have you, then I'm not going to support the children. And so that is not the right mindset to have. So anyway, long story short, like I said, I don't even know about how much I got. But it sure wasn't, it was not enough. It was not enough. I think, yeah, something about, like, that first stimulus check we got, they gave it to the parent if the person was behind on child support. So the first stimulus check, I got it. And that's all I believe I received this whole year in child support. I think I got one more payment. And that was it. Y'all know that is not, that is not, that is not like a fair amount of money. But I love my children. I love taking care of my children. But the, un, the, un, the unfair situation is they don't have the advantage of having two parents in their home. And God always wanted the husband and the wife and then the children. It's a reason for that. Because some things that their father, well, not their father, but a father can give them, I can't give them. So it's very important that we need to think about these things. We decide to lay down with somebody. What kind of man is he? Okay, because that's the man that's going to be a father. If you are to get pregnant, that's the man that's going to be a father to your children. So you don't just want to lay down with anyone, and so that's why when we're younger we don't think like this. But I'm in my late thirties now, so I'm thinking like, wait a minute, whoever I choose for my spouse, I'm gonna make sure that they are holy from the inside out. Like I'm not just gonna choose, and then you gonna to have to have other natural qualities too. But I'm not just going to marry anybody and just sleep with anyone. And know that my children are going to be affected by my decisions. So somebody on here that's really young, you need to know that your body belongs to God and that you need to respect yourself. And you need to think that if I have children by this man, will I be proud for my children to look up to him as a father because anytime you have sexual relations it's always a chance that you can get pregnant okay it's always a chance that you can get a disease it's always these chances and so you need to be thinking about your future and that's the that's the biggest thing for me that I I do not like is that I had put them in a home where it, it, it was one parent My daughter is now 18, so I cannot change the fact she grew up in a single parent home. But prayerfully, the Lord will bless me where I get married and my other children will have a chance to experience how it feels to be in a two parent home. But please, ladies, think about your decisions because your decisions don't just affect you. It affects other people. And when you bring children Again, they don't deserve to grow up just any type of way because they didn't ask to be here. So think about your choices. Think, think, think. And keep your body because you can do it. You can do it. You don't have to be like everybody else. You are not lame if you're not out here having sex with multiple people or even one person. I don't care if you are having sex with one person. It's still a sin. And you are still sinning against your body. You are still dishonoring your body even if it's with one person, which is your boyfriend. It don't matter. God said only marriage is honorable. Matter of fact, it just say marriage is honorable. That's it. He don't say nothing about boyfriend, girlfriend. He don't say about fiance. Marriage is honorable. Anything else, you are dishonoring yourself. Think about that. Dishonoring, like, your future children. Think about this. Uh, Number seven, spiritually transmitted diseases. Now, this is a biggie because before, you know, I had sexual relations with my children's father. Um... Okay, I was this, you know, church girl, okay? So, I'm not saying cuz during that time, it was my college days, I had back away from the church, so I was not I was not practicing what my parents what I grew up on. Let me get that straight. Like I said I had went away from my teaching, unfortunately. And so I began to do my own thing, but guess what? I still never like smoked or drank. Or nothing like that. I didn't go to wild parties or clubs. I just went to on campus parties when I was in college. But I was just like this okay person. When I met him we had relations, man, he started making me like this mean person. I started cursing a lot. And I was not even a cursor. So I'm telling y'all, like when you sleep with these people, their spirits, the the person that they are gets on gets inside of you. Because you become one, you become one with this person. Just think about it. Their private part is inserted into yours. You are becoming one with this person. Okay, I don't care if you use a condom. You are still becoming one with this person. So those those spirits is going in you, and your spirits going in him too. But mostly they're coming in you because you are the any that you receive you receive, so I'm trying to keep it, you know, like PG or PG-13, so you receive, and so we gotta be careful, because it's some nasty spirits that some of these men have, I'm telling you, very nasty spirits that they have, and I did not like how it made me feel, I didn't like how it made me think, and I mean, especially the cursing thing, gonna say, why, why you started cursing, when I met you, you wasn't cursing, oh, because you a cursor, like, look what you doing, but anyway, like, it, it really it really affected me. And so, it took some time for me to be purged and cleansed from all that unrighteousness. And was I perfect? No, because I just said it. I backed away from church. I'm saying that his nasty spirits mixed with my spirits that I had going on was not a good combination. But I'm telling you, God is such an awesome God, y'all. When you repent and you are really sorry for what you did and you turn from that nasty life... God will forgive you and again cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Okay. You will be a new creature in Christ Jesus. So we don't have to, we don't have to stay in this situation. You don't have to keep having sex and say, there is no hope for me. It don't matter because I'll never get married. And even if, oh my gosh, like even if you never got married, hey, at least you have your dignity, at least you have your self respect. At least you have your self-worth. I don't need no dudes pointing at me. Sometimes I had her. No, the devil, you didn't. Because, uh uh-uh. My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So that is, you want to remember my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I love myself. That is why these people, uh uh-uh. You can't even get next to me. Like, do not let these men play you. And I'm telling you, ladies, I'm telling you. If you carry yourself a certain way. Most men won't even try to get at you for sex, they won't because in all these years that I've been abstinent, I can count like a few men that even tried to come at me like that. I mean, a very few, I think, on one hand or part of that, that tried to come at me like that because they even they already had new, like, no, this is that's. mm That's a holy chick, or that's a holy girl, or that's a church girl, whatever. She ain't gonna give us no time today. And guess what? Another key is how you dress. Cause if you look, you have all your meat out. Don't get mad when the dog bite. Like breast out, butt out, thighs out, legs out, chest out again. Your uh, I think it's called midriff, stomach out, all this out. And you think the man is not going to bite? Come on now. Don't, don't. Do yourself like that. All he wanted is sex. Okay, all you got out is your meat and you look sexy. Sexy is not the way. You don't look sexy for other men. You only look sexy for your spouse at home. Spouse. Legally married spouse at home. You need that sexy at home. Your goal should not be to look sexy because that means you are enticing people that want sex. And don't So don't get mad when he fooled you and act like he was a certain person and then he got the sex and he gone. So we do not want... We want to be women of substance. We want to be holy women of God. We do not want to give because I I hear so much. Like a lot of women, they know that's all you want is sex. And that's all they want is sex. And so they think since that's the agreement that it's okay. No. Obviously, you don't have self-respect because you are worth more than some sex. You got to know your worth. And so a man, if that's all he wants, then he's not worthy of you. Okay? So, you need to have high standards about yourself um so I'm going to end this, but again, know that you are worth it, you are worth the weight i I promise you, I live such a fulfilled life i I do I enjoy the life I'm living with Jesus because now I do not have to worry about. A man may be cheating on me. I don't have to worry about these diseases. I don't have to worry about having a baby out of wedlock. I don't have to worry about getting my heart broke. I don't have to worry about none of this stuff because my life is with Christ. Me and Jesus are in an intimate relationship and we are doing great. And I am waiting until he sent my godly spouse so it can be on and popping with fireworks. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. And so ladies, it is worth the wait. You are worth the wait. Find pleasure in Jesus, in his presence, his fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. Delight yourself in his word. I know people think that it's overly spiritual, but let me tell you one thing. If you care about yourself and your relationship with God, you will delight yourself in the word of God. Because I find delight in him. When I first left my children's father, that's all I was doing. That's all I'm still doing. I was binging the word of God. I was just binging the word of God preaching youtube videos that was encouraging me to stay holy like keep my mind stayed on jesus whatever it took to stay free that is what i did that's what i'm doing and that's what you have to do if you really care about yourself and love yourself like you say you do you will find yourself in Christ, building yourself up on your most holy faith. I believe Jesus. I believe Jesus. I believe he's going to send my spouse. And even if the rapture come before you do, at least I'm going up to glory, holy, and acceptable. So I'm telling you guys, we have to believe in Christ, believe in his word. When the time is right, God will make it happen. So until that time, touch not, taste not, handle not, because I am. I am a daughter of King Jesus. I am royalty. I will glorify him in body and in spirit. Well, this is the end of our podcast on tonight. If any one of y'all have questions, comments, or whatever, just message me and let me know. God is awesome. Continue to live a holy, single life. Continue to enjoy your life with Jesus and know whatever God said that it will happen. Holy Lady T. Checking out on tonight. Everyone have a blessed night. Peace.